What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Ray Infinity Show. Now, we are live right here now. As you can tell, um, we're going to be talking about the Young Turks, roasting them and all the embarrassing stuff that they have done in their entire time they've been on the air. But um, before we get right into that, I want to touch on I'm a, this is actually going to be for about a minute or two. I want to touch on the, the primaries today, particularly in Pennsylvania. Like um, because they have the um, the, right now they have the primaries going on in Pennsylvania, um, about um, who's going to be running for the Senate and governor, and like um, the first one that I wanted to talk talk about um was um was um the governor for ship for um Pennsylvania. Give me one second right here. I need to, to get this fixed. Okay, um, right here. Give me a second, guys. All right here. Okay, can you guys see this? All right, so you can see it now. <laughs> What I want to talk about first was um the was Trump he the guy he backed that he endorsed for the governor of um Pennsylvania Doug Mastriano Mastriano I believe that's how you say his name he won the primary for the Pennsylvania governorship which um after and it was a really close I think it was it, it, he was projected to win um, I'm not hundred percent sure if it was too close because um I didn't pay too much attention to it today because I had to work and so. I didn't find anything out till I got home today. So, right from right right now, like um, every, a lot of people said that he was a little too radical, radical. But like, I actually think he's a good candidate. I think he's actually going to do do good because like um, we need more governors like um, like Ron DeSantis or like Greg Abbott. Like we need more governors like them in office. So right, but um, and Doug, I think he can be a good governor in in um Pennsylvania. Like I'm not saying he's going to be like DeSantis level good, but I think he's going to be good, and I think he is a true American, a true American first candidate, right here. And so, yeah, I have I have high hopes for him, uh, and because I think he's going to put America first. All right, I'm going to show. We're going to go right into the next one though, the the big one. Obviously, this one is actually um, a little heartbreaking and a little controversial in a lot of ways. So give me one second. This is going to take a moment. Um, right here okay this one is um this one is heartbreaking to me like um and and i am so torn on it the the guy like um, the pennsylvania um senatorship this one is i've been so torn on it and it's so heartbreaking to me the reason it is is because like um the guy trump endorsed dr oz he endorsed dr oz and i am not a dr oz fan at all i am not I, I was shocked when Trump endorsed him. Like it actually, it actually, it was so shocked, and it was even like ah, very odd. Like why would he endorse someone like that? Like I was really angry at that part, and I and I'm like I kept trying to see like what did Trump see in him? Like I couldn't figure it out. What did Trump actually see in Oz? Now is he now? I think if you had to look at it, Oz was better than McCormick. Like McCormick, he is a class act rhino, like the state, the stable, one of the stable ones. But I'm, I'm not saying he's like Liz Cheney or Mitt Romney, but he's actually one of the stable rhinos. And like, I think Oz was better, but um, it just, oh my God. Like, I, I, I don't like the fact that Trump endorsed him. I wish he had endorsed someone else. I wish he had endorsed Barrett. I believe that Kathy Barrett, I believe that's what her name was. Yeah, but um, she was an Omega first person, Omega. 
She believed in American first. She was pro-life, pro-gun, pro-limited government, and all the kind of stuff. And she was a very well-known conservative. Now, McCormick is a clear rhino. Dr. Oz, he's probably going to be a rhino, which angers me. Because, like, um, until, like, 2021, like, um, he was he was pro-choice. He was he was um, pro um, CRT. Well, CRT he didn't. Well, I think even a couple weeks before he started running, he was CRT. But I think he did start running in um, was it twenty twenty one? I don't know. But he, he he I don't remember when he started running. But you get the idea. And he was pro big governor government, and he has ties to the World Economic Forum, and the World Economic Forum. The people who are pushing the Great Reset, and like, I'm, I, I just, I'm just lost for words here. Like, it, 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 it dis, I'm disappointed, but um, like at the end of the day, if I have to say I want someone to win, I would rather have Oz over McCormick, but um, I'd rather have Barrett. She was a good um candidate, but that aside, but I'll, I would take Oz over McCormick though. Like, I'm just, I'm just heartbroken right here. And like I do not like that whatsoever, okay. And um, right now, and I also want to get to the other thing: Madison, Madison, Cathorn election results. Oh, and also before I got to mention that the primary between Oz and McCormick, um, it's too close to call, and probably won't have a decision till tomorrow, maybe, because like the Republican votes are so close. Like there's no, we don't know who who will win or not. So they have to push it to to tomorrow, maybe, so all the votes can be counted. So who knows what'll happen? Um, I I I hope Oz would. I would rather Oz win, but it, yeah. So you guys get the the idea what I'm referring to here. Now we're gonna actually go to uh, where is it? Uh, Madison. Where is it? Where is he? Madison Cawthorn. Madison Cawthorn. Uh, yeah, uh, right here. Uh, Madison Cawthorn, who is a Republican from West, from not West Virginia, North Carolina, and he was, uh, and and he was the, I believe he was in um, North Carolina's eleventh district, I believe, somewhere around there, I believe so, yeah. And he was he was in Congress for one time, the last uh, in twenty twenty he got in, and now he lost, and and. And he he's not going to be the um, candidate there anymore because he, he got outvoted and like I and Chuck Edwards out got beat him so you get the idea here like and he beat him by a solid good percentage right here like as you can see like um, as you can see uh, Edwards had about um, um, around a million more more than a million more people than he did in votes and like. Well, not a million, my mistake. A thousand more votes, I should say. Please forgive me right there, but you get the idea. Like, and I was like, wow. So this guy had really no chance if you look at it. And he was actually a good, I think he may have, he was actually pretty solid, but um, his arrogance got in the way. So if if, it, if it's anyone's fault, it's his, because he just let things go by. And he just, that was hit on him. 100% of it was. So yeah, like um, this day has been this has been odd for a lot in a lot of ways for the primary. So I'm I'm gonna keep a close eye on it, but um, so it's it's gonna be weird though. So like yeah, 
One sec. Yeah. Okay. Now we're going to get into the, what the, the video title. This is actually what I actually wanted to talk about from since this stream started, right before the stream. I wanted to discuss the Young Turks. And to, who, to you guys who do not know what the Young Turks is, the Young Turks, they are an independent news source. Well, news source, journalist, or whatever, company founded by Cenk Uger, or a lot of people call him Cenk Yogurt, because... For reasons I won't get into why, but you'll you'll see in a little bit. But these people are idiots. I'm just letting you know that. Like these are some of the most disgraceful people that has been in the new in the media center of all time. And I we we talked about them for a little bit. Me, um, Car my Carlos and Osiris talked about them a little bit in the collab we all did together. And it was about the Joe Rogan stuff where they were accusing him of stuff and wait. They were calling them out and like, et cetera, et cetera. Like these guys beforehand used to actually be a lot of people. They would actually, they had a lot of viewers. They used to be the biggest independent news source on the internet until Steven Crowder surpassed them. And they got butt hurt because of that. And they have not been the same since some um, 2020. Was it 2020 when that happened? Yeah, I believe that was 2020. And like even before that, like their subscribers were they were losing subscribers, their views were going down dramatically. And like, yeah, and these guys, these guys are like almost CNN like, like they are so bad and so cringeworthy. And like they've spread so much fake news that they're almost like CNN. That is who the Young Turks are. And they act like that too. And it's almost like they're proud of it. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, yeah. I, and they've had big rivalries with not just um, Stephen Crowder, who is their biggest rival, but they've also had rivals with Tim, their rivals with Tim Poole, Joe Rogan, and also Alex Jones. And if you guys don't know, Alex Jones, he barged onto their set one time, which was in a pretty, which was a pretty hilarious moment. One of the greatest moment in probably may actually be the best moment in Young Turks history. And it was pretty hilarious. Yeah, I'm going to show you that in a second. But um, before I get into that, I want to let you guys know, I actually, when I was blue-pilled, before I was red-pilled, I was blue-pilled, I used to watch the Young Turks. Like, um, it, they were, they were like, the only news source worth it watching at the time. And yet, looking back at it now, yeah, you guys get the idea. Like, these guys are pretty stupid and stuff like that. And so, yeah, uh, we, we uh, yeah, yeah, get the idea. Wish I haven't hadn't watched them back then, but you guys know. All right, so give me a second. We're gonna go watch that some of Young Turk stuff, some embarrassing stuff they've done, and how mm. it's gonna show how stupid they are. Okay. Mm. All right. Give me a second. We're gonna go right into that. Alex Jones, Young Turks, or sometimes like Alex Jones likes to call them. He likes he, sometimes he likes to call them the young turds, <laughs> which they do act like turds all the time. <sighs> this was back in 2016, though. This this time this video right here is this top one, where like um you're gonna you're gonna want to watch this because this was pretty hilarious, and this was before Trump uh, before the election. This was in about June or July, I believe, and it was at a Republican convention or CPAC, uh, a Republican National Convention, yeah. So that's what it was. 
and we're actually going to be discussing what actually we're actually going to be showing what you happened. All right, give me a second. All right, because uh, this is actually some pretty funny stuff. Okay. All right, here it is. This is young Alex Jones and Roger Stone interrupt the Young Turks Republican National Convention coverage. And I'm a big fan of Roger Stone, and he did nothing wrong. There was no evidence that he ever did anything wrong there. Yeah. Not, All right, we're back right. on the Young Turks. Uh, obviously, a little bit of commotion here as Alex Jones and a guy significantly worse than him uh, entered the stage here. What changes in demographics is that he wins white males in such overwhelming numbers. Yeah, you're actually trying to um, go, you're trying to do the race baiting again, Shank. So you're at you're no better than like a bunch of the race baiters on the left. What you actually are left, you consider yourselves to be progressives, like AOC level progressives. That tells you all you need to know. It's, it's that it overcomes every other you demographic advantage. No, it does not. No, it does not. Oh, Jesus. How's it going? Hey, Alex Jones, how are you doing? Good to see you, man. You're looking sexy. <laughs> How's the revolution going? You guys starting the revolution? We are indeed, Alex. Uh, yeah. The revolution is afoot. Um, and Alex was doing his show live right here, and they went onto the set. So they're doing a little it's a little crossover in a lot of ways. So, yeah. Welcome to the Young Turks. Yo, what's wrong, America? Is I am going to restore American democracy along with progressives and conservatives in this country. Yeah. Restore America. Yeah. Right, Shake. All right. Well, I got to tell you, I'm really, really proud to be here with you. It's good to meet you in person. I don't think How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing okay. You like all our Hillary for prison shirts everywhere? <laughs> Hillary for prison shirts. I got to get one of those. Uh, it, it's one of the most hilarious things that... Yeah, I I gotta get one of those in the future. Like, I I, I gotta find one of those. Like, <laughs> oh, I kind of despise it. <laughs> yeah, I despise it. And later on, uh, later on, you uh, like you you disgrace um Hillary Clinton, um during the 2016 election when you found out she lost. But we're gonna get to that in a little bit. <laughs> what shirts are they? I haven't seen any of them. You haven't seen? Oh my God! I haven't you didn't seen see any? me? I don't exist. If you didn't see me. I'm not. Uh, all right, guys. Okay. It's right. What? Uh, I gotta show you that right here. <laughs> Bill Clinton, a, a shirt with Bill Clinton's face on it, and underneath it, it says "rape." <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That is one of the most hilarious shirts I've ever seen. Because, obviously, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> See, Bill Clinton, like, Bill Clinton, one of the stupidest and idiotic presidents we have ever had in this country. He's a giant, he's a clown. Like, literally, I'm not saying he's George W. Bush level horrible, but he's horrible. So, yeah. It's great. It's Bill Clinton that says right. No, you hide that immediately. That's the big no. All right, you want to take show my show over? I'll take your show. Over. Yeah, taking over someone's show. Well, <laughs> well, guess what? Alex was having fun right there. I guess he allowed you to. So, guess you can. Who knows? <laughs> okay, you know what? Who does this kind of shirt? First of all, a sick guy. Second of all, Bill Clinton's you not know, a rapist, you, No, you're a sick guy too, Chank. 
you know who you know who's accused in court papers. Come on. You know who's accused in court rape papers of being a rapist? Donald J. Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> and we found out later on that those um claims were a hoax. None of it was real. It was all lies. So Trump was not a rapist. Just because he was accused of it does not mean he was a rapist. And we found out that he did not commit it. Trump, Roger Stone. Yeah, you know that. It's in paper. court papers. Oh, yeah. You're a sick dude, Roger Stone. Oh, Alan ran off. You're a sick dude, too, Chank. Assault me all the time. You never give me a chance for your Oh, you know I should give sir, you a hat to John. John, John, you're a sick man, Roger Stone. Roger, no, you're the world's well, biggest liar. Didn't you admit that you lied about Elliot Smith, sir? Didn't you already admit that you're not afraid of him? Are you? You're not afraid of him. Why don't you go look at all the times that Chank has lied? Yeah. First of all, Alex, this ain't our fucking show. It was also Alex's show at the same time, too. So your fucking show. Are you kidding me? They're acting like children right here. Like Shank was overreacting, like they were just having fun, and then all of a sudden Shank just started overreacting. Like All right, Roger. Yeah, run yeah. away. <laughs> Roger, don't go. He wants to debate you right now. Yeah, he wants I'm to not going to debate this guy. You're a hatchet, man. I don't know why anyone in the media takes you seriously. <laughs> All you do is. Why does anyone take you seriously, Chank? Why? You're known as the biggest liar in media. You're the biggest liar in media. Chank is one of the biggest liars in media. He's up there with Anderson Cooper and Don Lemon and Joy Reid, too. Pay attention to this part right here. It's gonna in a second. Just you're gonna see Anna Casparian. She and she's you're gonna see this. Just watch here. Man, we gotta have a... <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, he's actually mad. You're actually really upset. Yeah. I, I should come to bed. Sure. Right here. This is Anna. Right here. Just pay attention, close attention to what she says. Come to bed. Sure. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. Once you get out of here, Alex. All right. Did you hear what she called him? Did you hear what she called him? Look close. Just listen again. All right, all right. Once you get out of here, Alex. All right. She called Alex a fat fuck. Yeah. You're calling Alex a fat fuck, and you're not looking at Shank. Shank's fatter than Alex. Like... Yeah, and plus you're supposed to be progressive, inclusive. Like, you're supposed to say that there's nothing wrong with that. I thought you guys were progressives. Except when it goes against your narrative. You're progressive until it goes against your narrative. You got to continue the show. Hey, man, nobody watches you. We know nobody watches you. Saudi Arabians are funny enough, you little jihad. Hey, first of all, jihad. Hey, first of all, let me explain something. Jihad. Hey, first of all, let me explain something, all right? This is bullshit. You see, Jake gets mad. He takes his jacket off. Like, <laughs> hold on, hold on. We're against Saudi Arabia, you dumbass. We talk about that all the time. We talk about that all the time. You don't know shit. What do you think the lizard people are in charge? What? Do you think the lizard people are in charge? Yes, I do, actually. But. The fact that Shank said it, and the way he said it, and and the, what was going on when he said it, makes it hilarious. Like, <laughs> God.
Oh my God. You guys get it? Like, you see what's going on right here? <laughs> no. Is that what you think? Hey, you're pissed. Bill Burns. Your Is that what you think? You're the anti-liberal and you're pissed. Bullshit. We're being nice here. Yeah, they are being nice here. What I care about, I care about, I care about, I care about the American people. Good. You're the one who's the house. Except you're spreading fake news, Chank. Yeah. Like actually, that—that's what you need to know, guys. That, that, I think I've shown enough right there, but you get the idea. Like, like they get so angry when someone tries to oppose them. Like, literally. Yeah. And now I want to talk about some other things like Young Turk, Tim Pool and the Young Turks. Pool, Young Turks. Like they, they they go after Tim Pool all the time and they call him a right winger when Tim Pool is a liberal. Like the they are so far left that liberals like Tim Pool or Joe Rogan or Russell Brand or um, Joe Manchin or right wingers. That's how far left they are. Like, let me see. Like, I'm going to get right to that part. Uh, one second. No. <laughs> uh, right here, this part. Give it a second. Like, and look at the ratio right here. 3.7 up votes versus 9.1 um, down votes. That tells you all about the Young Turks. Like, watch this part. The opening part is what's going to get you. Watch. Right wing YouTuber Tim Pool. Right wing YouTuber Tim Pool. Like I said, these guys are so far left that um, liberals are right wingers. Or like just Elon Musk, too. They think he's a, um, a right winger when he's a liberal. And he even voted for Obama both times. Went on a viral rant saying Republicans are hotter than Democrats. Uh, that that depends on your preference. It, you you can have your own opinions on that. You go to the RNC, and what do you typically see? The dudes are all tall, chiseled, rugged. You know, the women are all slim and busty and attractive. You go to the DNC, and what do you see? The guys are all short, frumpy, overweight, and unattractive, and the women are overweight as well. That depends. On and how I was you I was it. I was reading something about why that is. And the general idea that I've come up with, because because I was reading something about the trend being true, generally at you know the Republicans have a, have a skew slightly towards more attractive, <laughs> and I uh, whether or not it's true because of one study is is you know not the point. I will, I will say you know anecdotally yeah. I've I've witnessed this, and so my conclusion is it's really simple actually. If you're a very you know tall, deep voiced, attractive man, you're gonna get through life easier than a yeah. short, weak, you know, out of shape man. And you are going to then think, if I could do it on my own, everyone else can too. Or at least you'll be like, I want to be left alone and succeed on my own because I've done better on my own. You take these other people who are unattractive and out of shape and they struggle, so they band together and form collectives and then vote for collectivism because life isn't easy, you know. Like that depends on how you view it. You can have your own preference, but hey, that's just his own opinion. And now you're going to see how they respond to them. So, yeah. You know, that is the definition of a lot going on there. And I want to get your reaction first to just, just. 
just look how dumb he looks. And just look how stupid that Anna looks right here. Just your guttural gut punch reaction to that clip. Um, I mean, look, I'm definitely not offended by it. I think it's a, it's silly. And it's especially rich coming from a guy who's wearing a hoodie in like 120 degree weather. Like it's so hot. He lives in West Virginia. So there you go. Hot right now. Like it's just, he will not take that 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 beanie, beanie. off. Uh, he won't take it off because he's bald actually. That's why he keeps the beanie on. And plus it's, a, it's something classic. It's classic Tim Pool. Yeah. Oh yeah, I said hoodie, right? No, I meant beanie, my bad. Yeah. Um, I... Look, I, so he he says, you know, I'm I'm just basing it on anecdotal evidence, but he doesn't give us any of that anecdotal evidence. Yes, he did actually. He says that people at the RNC are like chiseled and ripped. Chiseled centurions, I mean, you know, just like the abs glistening, you know. There actually are some oh, through yeah. their through their Brooks Brothers Oxford, uh, you know, like Anna. You and I are both veterans of the RNC. You've had some run-ins uh, with certain. <laughs> Very overweight, sweaty, pig-looking uh, right-wing hosts at the RNC. Yeah, that depends on how you view it, but they consider him a right-winger. That's what you have to know right there. Like, and, and there's even a little more. Like, uh, let me see. Uh, oh, that Joe Rogan stuff. Like, I can't play that video for obvious reasons. Oh, this part I'm going to read. They're saying they, the Young Turks had someone on that says how Tim Pool radicalized YouTube, which you're going to see something right Join here. And look at the ratio. Ratio. 2.7 down up. I mean, 2.7 up votes and 5.3 down votes. Yeah. Joining us now is Robert Silverman. He is a freelance reporter and also a contributor to the Daily Beast. He recently published an article titled, How Coward and Phony Tim Pool Became One of the Biggest Political YouTubers on the Planet. Make sure you check out the piece. Coward and Phony Tim Pool? The Young Turks are phony and cowards. Peace. And uh, Robert, thank you so much for taking the time to speak. Plus, Tim isn't afraid to debate anyone. He allows anyone on his show that he wants. Anyone. With us today, I think that this is an important story, not only to understand the rise of Tim Pool, but how uh, certain people are really elevated on various platforms, including YouTube. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, I, I agree. Uh, you know, look, Tim Pool is, has made a very good living uh, being a political pundit on YouTube, and he has built, you know, this little mini fiefdom of his. But the story isn't, I think, really entirely just about how Tim managed to flunk out of digital media and rise to this level of success. It's about how YouTube as a platform necessarily enables Tim Pool's kind of commentary. And that's just Tim. Tim just wants to talk. That's all he's doing. It's not enabling him to do it. He does it on his own too. And plus, he has his own website where he posts the, all, all of his content on there as well. Now, by that, I mean commentary that is sensationalist, that is cranked out quickly, that doesn't necessarily have to be backed up by solid research or insight. It is backed up. A lot of his stuff, a lot of his stuff is backed up. And almost as a matter of logistics and as a matter of the function of how YouTube works, it necessarily thrives on conspiracy. And conspiracy that that's all you need to know. Like, um, 
any time that something that the left doesn't like, they immediately throw out conspiracy or conspiracy theory. That's what they go at. That's what that's what they do, because they have no argument. They just throw out oh conspiracy or conspiracy theory, like all because they disagree with something and they have no argument for it. And ill-advised speculation, and that's the arena that Tim has managed to flourish in. As I said, after trying to make it in digital media and not succeeding, and certainly not to the level he has on YouTube. Yeah, uh, I, I want to jump in there. So, Robert, this part I want to um, see. I want to ask you about the long con. It, this reminds me a lot of of Trump, but as a prelude to that question, yeah, um, I, they can't do anything without mentioning Trump too. I want to say, look, I, I uh, gonna vary with you on on the structure of YouTube a little bit, right? So it it rewards things that that certain communities like, right? And then it builds an algorithm loop to reinforce uh, what that community likes. The problem is, I don't think not necessarily in the conspiracies, etc. As much as and that's a big problem, and that's a and and it's related. Problems, but I think the number one really? issue is it rewards passion and emotion, but doesn't necessarily reward facts. It does reward facts. There's a if you can go look, go look on YouTube, search something up, and you can get facts on stuff, and and, and it's a lot of it is promoted. Now, to some degree, some stuff isn't promoted, but um, the stuff that isn't promoted usually favors the left. So, and it benefits the left too. So, yeah. And so, when when you have a phenomenon like that, now connected to the to the con game here. Um, eventually con men rise up like Trump did in the Republican Party. And Trump is not a con man, he is not. Give people what they want. So Republican voters wanted more unfiltered racism, so Trump gave them un- Racism, literally, they can't get, get over the racism stuff. Trump is not a racist, he's not. Filtered racism, whether it was against immigrants or, or other groups. And guys like Tim Pool, what you did in the article, which is really interesting, is track his career filled with tons of research. And we'll put the link down below so people can check it out for themselves, where he starts out kind of nonpartisan, then pretends to be on the left, and then stops pretending to be on the left. But then as part of a right wing grift, still pretends to be somewhat on the left. Tim is on the left. He's a liberal. He believes, like, there's all, if you look at all his, his beliefs, they're all left-wing stuff. Like he believes in unlimited vacation days. He believe he believes in welfare. He doesn't believe in universal basic income, but he does believe in the welfare state. Uh, he, he he believes that you should take as many vacation days on as as you as you want. And like I said that before, and you should and you're you can you should have some say over your hours and stuff like that, and how you're paid and some stuff. Like these are all left-wing ideas. These are not like right-wing ideas. Right. And, and but meanwhile, it what he's really doing is reacting to his audience. And so when people look for that misogyny and that the uh, because like Tim calls out the bull crap, that's what he does. And, and anti Black Lives Matter and all those things, then he gives them what he wants. He gets rich and it creates a vicious cycle 
which is great for him and maybe great for racism and sexism, but terrible for everyone else. Tim's not a racist or well, a sexist. Well, yeah, I, I think you're very, look, I think you're absolutely right. I think one thing that uh, Rebecca Lewis, who is a, an extremism researcher at Stanford University told me is that, you know, that there's a, been a great deal of time and energy, both in reporters and in academicians and, and educators and analysts trying to understand the ways that YouTube can radicalize its audience. That the more you- Literally, just because you disagree with something, you and just because people disagree with you, you immediately say they're radicalized. That tells you what you need to know about the young Turks. YouTube, they can see, they consume. The more it drives them further and further to farther extremist content. But I think you guys are what we see with Tim Pool is that the converse is also true. Is that YouTube over time radicalizes its creators because they get immediate feedback about what works and. Without, even whether it's conscious that they're doing it or not, they start to lean yeah. towards that direction. They no. start to respond uh, to what the audience is giving them approval for, not just approval, but okay. fame and popular. And by the way, Tim does not believe something about the 2020 election. Like he doesn't believe he doesn't have my opinions on it. He thinks it was actually fair, really. That's what he believes. So he doesn't believe that there was something weird going on. Polarity and money and all of these things um, necessarily radicalize their creators. And, and when I say radicalize, I want to be clear about one thing. I personally have no idea if Tim Pool believes the things that he says on YouTube. And I, he actually does believe that the stuff he says. I honestly think it doesn't really matter that much because the actual impact of the things he says is far more important. And the actual the degree to which those ideas are spread to, again, an audience. Because you don't like his message getting out there. You don't want him. You The reason why you think he shouldn't be allowed to say this, because he can change people from the left to the right. Even though he's a liberal, like um, a lot of people, a lot of people on the right watch his channel. Now, there's also a lot of people on the left that watch his channel. But like, you don't want anyone going from the left to the right. That's how. That's what you believe. That reaches at his peak was over a hundred million views a month, and so the question of like whether Tim has been radicalized, he still gets there sometimes. He does. Is it's not really has this one person gone further to the right, but the content that they produce that you can track and that you can watch change over time. So this question of whether he likes to call himself a centrist or a disaffected liberal or which he is, by the way, he is a liberal. Any of those terms that he likes to use to me isn't really interesting or one that could be answered whether it's by reporters or even, you know, a very well-trained psychiatrist who sat down with Tim Pool for many hours. That's not the point. Right. Um, yeah, sorry, go right ahead. No, no, it's, it's, this is such a fascinating component of your reporting and it's something that you kind of see play out in real that. time. And what I find fascinating, look, you write, here's an excerpt from your piece. Um, a former digital media journalist who originally built up his name with on the ground reporting <laughs> and live streaming, including stints at Vice and Fusion, pull now postures as a rational like a centrist, comments, are right, or disaffected curse. liberal who grew to loathe the excesses of the left. And so when we talk about the grift, right? I mean, it's it's really repurposing a strategy that we've seen on Fox News, where they'll seek out a black person who'll come on the show and say awful things about the black community. And in order for this, you know, Candace strategy Owens. to work, you would need. A you don't like Candace Owens just because she disagrees with you. 
And the main reason is because she's a black person that disagrees with you. Someone like Tim Pool, someone like Jimmy Dore, someone who pretends to be on the left or pretends to be a Democrat who's just viciously, constantly attacking. Pretends, pretends. So, uh, like, you, like Tim Pool, Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, Russell Brand, Joe Manchin. These people are le- are people on the left. They're the only thing they don't like is that they call out the bullshit. They don't like um uh, they don't like um drama. They don't like corruption. That and they and they call out your guys as crap, like you guys are. You are crap, um, Chank and Anna and whoever this dude is. All of you guys are crap. You're liars. That's who you are. You manipulate things. Like literally, anyone who disagrees with you is a right winger. That's how you say it. Everyone does. Even if it's just slightly disagreeing, they're a right winger. For real. Like these guys are, are idiots. Like now I want we talked about I've seen I think we've seen enough of this part. I want to go into the Steven Crowder rivalry. The Steven Crowder and Young Turks rivalry, because this is a lot of interesting stuff right here. Steven Crowder versus Young Turks. Right, this is a pretty cool stuff. Oh, we're gonna get right into that there in a little bit. <laughs> where is it? I'm trying to find that one video. Uh, where is it? Uh, <laughs> uh, where is it? Um, oh, right. Is this the right one right here? Uh, yeah, right here. This one. This is actually the stuff right here. Just watch it. Oh, wait. Is that the one down there? Uh, no. I will go right down there in a second. But this is it right here. You're gonna like this stuff right here. That this is it because because like um, the Young Turks called out Stephen Crowder first, and he just responded, and they hated that. So and they just backed off. Like we're gonna go into the history of of Stephen Crowder, the Young Turks. Let's. We're gonna start out with this. What we're watching right here is that this was like a protest um, where I believe about some union workers put thing. I believe something like that. And like um, an altercation got down where some guy fell and, and like the guy started punching Crowder. And like, yeah, for, for no reason. Whether he thinks Crowder pushed him or not, I don't know. He fell down. And, and like, yeah, so. Yeah. Like literally. He's threatening them. This dude that was punching, I believe it was the dude that was punching Crowder, or it was someone else in the crowd that was threatening to kill him or something like that. Joining me now from Michigan to talk about exactly what happened out there today, Fox News contributor Stephen Crowder. Stephen, uh, mm. first, uh, you got hit pretty hard. This is back in the day before, I believe, before Stephen started his channel. It may have been, or may it was somewhere around that time, though. It may have been just a little before, though. You have a chipped tooth. You have another injury. What happened? Well, listen, I'm I'm uh, I'm underrested, uh, overworked right now, and still tough enough to take the uh, union's. Well, obviously, this was years ago because Stephen Crowder, he, he's actually Canadian, but he, moved, but he moved here to the U.S. So that's why back then, this is why his voice sounded a little different than it does today. 
greatest punch, apparently. I'm not that hurt. Listen, it was more mentally uh, shaking to see this happen. It was more upsetting to get home and see my wife so upset. Uh, I, I went out there and left us right now are saying that I deserved uh, the <laughs> beating that I got completely physically unprovoked. Um, and the reason for that is that I did go in and apparently I provoked it by asking them why they're against right to work yeah. by asking them. What about someone in Michigan who might want to work for a company and might not want to join a union? And then, of course, I asked them as they were consistently destroying private property with people in the tent. They were tearing the tent apart, Sean, and destroying it. I asked yeah. them to stop. Many of us tried to pull them off the tent. Yeah, they and did. So, yes, in that sense, apparently I did provoke the four unanswered yeah. punches directly yeah. to my face. Call me yeah. a provocateur, Sean. All right, but yeah. this is in a state that is the birthplace of the modern labor movement. Now, we cannot yeah. underestimate what has happened here. This is a huge victory for workers, for America. You know, because what a lot of people may not know, right to work means you don't have to join a union to get yeah. a job. In other words, you, you shouldn't have to be part of a union to get a job. You should not have to be. You don't have to pay union dues to work at a company. In other words, you have freedom sure. of choice. So there's a lot at stake here. Oh, there's absolutely a huge amount at stake. And you see most Americans, of course, want the right to work. Uh, union, uh, being in a, a union manufacturing job, that's one of the big, uh, biggest single threats you can have to your but, job security. But, uh, we're going to skip to the Young Turks part so we can get to that. So, like, so yeah. Because that's what you guys are here to talk about. Political strategist rooms, or you can side with people like me and the folks who essentially worked with Andrew Breitbart in life and still do in death. Yeah. Uh, right now, it's a very serious line being drawn, Sean. All right. And a lot of people are asking, well, why did you crash the Chank the thing? Here, here's the thing. We've never done that before. We never plan to do it again. Chank Uyghur of the Young Turks had attacked me for years. We've talked yeah. about this. Mm -hmm. as a Yeah. The Young Turks were the first one to fire the shot. They fired the first shot, and Crowder just responded. Small YouTube channel. He created false rumors that I had assaulted someone when, in fact, I had been assaulted. Uh, even played a role in manipulating the prosecuting attorney there. There was a deposition yeah. that was never there, who was funded by the AFL-CIO. They never yeah. accepted my data. They accepted the Young Turks data. We've talked about this for yeah. a long time. They went out. They lied. It was spread around the Internet like wildfire. And I always was trying to get a hold of him to have yeah. a conversation to be able to clarify that. Um, I think you know, you know that history yeah. there, too. Yeah, absolutely. We've been asking them on this show for years or vice versa. Their term. Same thing with their little their little uh, little guy, Kyle Kalinske. So the whole Young Turks network mm -hmm. have an open invitation to come here and uh, we'll go on their show. Sure. Well, they never do it, but they attack from behind a computer screen. Yeah, so that was literally like they have no defense. They have nothing to, to argue against them. They just attack him from behind a computer screen. That's all they do. Definition of punching down, by the it, way. Yeah, it's definition <laughs> of punching down. Three million subscribers, a hundred million views a month, yeah. and they went after us until we got big enough to fight back, and now they're quiet. So, like one, so like um, it's like the bully, like um, the, like the bully um, um attacks the kid, and then once the kid start um starts standing up to them, the bully backs down. So yeah, they got afraid. So the reason for the Young Turks, the crashing with Chank, by the way. No violence. If, if Cenk were running right now and saying, hey, people are after me, can you help me? We would get him in our car. We'd get him out of Dodge. Yeah. We would help him, of course. I don't. As you should. You help your enemies. That's what you do. Ever want him to be hurt, to be assaulted. And you can see he felt totally safe while I was there. I walked yeah. up. I put my hand on his shoulder. It was mostly playful. It was a silly impression. <laughs> um, but just for the context, that's why you need it. We, we don't do it with Michael Ian Black. We don't do it with Mark Duplass by that every time he's also a fox news contributor he right went here. down to uh michigan where there were the union protests earlier in the week this is um as you saw that video earlier about where that where that guy attacked Stephen. this is the young turks version of what happened 
and uh, he got assaulted. A guy had punched him in the face, and I said that was, of course, unacceptable, and the guy should be arrested. Uh, now, authorities are saying that Crowder is not being very helpful in that regard. We'll get to that in a second. But first, uh, I want to show you the video that Crowder had shown about the man assaulting him. Let's watch that. As you can see, they're arguing. Crowder is trying to communicate with them, trying to calm them down. The guy falls fall down and started attacking him. So in that edited video, it appears that the man is standing calm in the beginning and then sucker punches uh, Crowder out of nowhere. Turns out when you look at the full tape, not exactly how it went down. It's showing it from a, a weird angle. That's what it's doing. And, and you don't see the entire thing. But we're going to watch this right here. What's interesting is that the New York Times noticed that in an earlier airing during the Sean Hannity program, they showed the full tape, the unedited tape. Now look at what happens to that guy who threw the punch in the part they cut out of the tape. Let's see. Same thing. You see the guy fall down, but the camera turns away for a quick second. So they're trying. So, but um, it doesn't look like even Crowder pushed him. Even from the slight angle where you can see well, Crowder was not in the position to push him. That's how the angle was. Well, now you see. Wait a minute. It wasn't that simple. Now we don't know if Crowder put. It was simple. Pushed him. I really don't know that. It's totally unclear from the tape. But there's no question somebody pushed him that. It's not like out of nowhere. He was like, oh, I'll go ahead and sucker punch Crowder, as Crowder explained. If you weren't, it wasn't clear enough to you. Here, watch that portion. That of is what happened, though. It is. He decided to punch him for whatever reason. The tape again. The man obviously gets knocked down to the ground. That's why he's upset, because he just got assaulted, and he attacks presumably the guy he thinks did it, whether he's right or wrong. So that's a totally different story. Weird. Fox News would show edited tape that doesn't tell you the whole story. Hmm. Because it's obvious that Crowder did not push him. So why do you need to show that then? For real. Well, it's a good thing that they uh, accidentally ran the bigger tape earlier in Sean Hannity's program. So they're totally busted on that. Uh, I suspect that Crowder will apologize for editing the tape, right? Now, look, he still can press charges. The guy still assaulted him, and we don't know if Crowder pushed him. And it was not the right thing to do either way. But that's a totally <laughs> different story than the one they tried to tell you about yet all day yesterday on Fox News Channel. Steve Crowder is a so-called <laughs> correspondent for Fox News. And like, they don't like, they, they just saw, they thought Crowder was an easy target, so they went after him, but yeah, they realized real quickly that's not, a, that's, it's not it wasn't going to be that easy. A so-called comedian, and he went to go cover union protests in Michigan. Uh, he got punched, and so uh, Ingham County Prosecutor Stuart Dunnings III looked into it. He did get punched by one of the protesters there. In fact, we have the edited video here that uh, they ran over and over again on Fox News. Let's all show right, you that. All right, they showed this already. I'm going to move past that. Uh, 
Like, <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not sure I can show these. Like, okay, Steven Crowder, he also made these parody videos of the Young Turks, which I'm not going to show you all of them. I'm going to show you just part of one of them. And like, because this is actually pretty hilarious. Like, they're making fun of the Young Turks. And, like, he actually run the, before when he could choose to run ads uh, on people's videos, he ran these videos as ads on Young Turks videos. Like, I'm going to show you this right here. <laughs> no. What you got is like Crowder playing both Shank and Anna, and what they did was he um, he played both parts individually, and they just edited them together with CGI, make it look like seamless. White straight male needs an AK-50. Okay, and they'll say, well, well what about the founding? No, okay. <laughs> That's not what they meant. They didn't mean any AR-47s. Do the research. That's absolutely correct. <laughs> we'll have it listed uh, at, at, at GeoCity. Yes, I agree with you, Cenk. <laughs> so f***ing much. <laughs> when you use the F word, you know it's real talk. I okay? said So we have a bunch yeah. of people who wanted to make phone calls <laughs> uh, to the show because we wanted to have a discussion. So let's have the first caller. Yeah. Hi, Jenk. Paul Joseph Watson Paul here, first-time caller. I'd really <laughs> like to get your clarification on yeah, the Armenian cool. genocide specifically. Here's the thing, though. Cenk named the company Young the Young Turks. But here's the thing. The Young Turks were actually real people beforehand. And they were the ones behind the Armenian genocide. And Anna is Armenian. And guess what? Um, Chank for years has denied that the Armenian genocide even happened. He always, the only time I'm aware that he really said it was real was like a month, about a month ago when he went on Peter David Betts podcast on valuetainment. But he only, I think he didn't have any choice to, but he still looked a complete idiot. So, and he supports cancel culture, but won't change his name. So yeah, his company's name. If you accept the historical fact that it happened, okay, yeah. I, I understand because that's bullshit. Get the fuck off the phone. Get the fuck off the phone. You're racist. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. I don't know why you're yelling. simple. Get the fuck out. Get off the phone. And like in a lot of ways, this is so accurate, but at the same time, like um, this seems this seems more real than the actual Young Turks do. Like, fuck off the stage, you blue-eyed limey. Okay, we're trying to have a reasonable discussion. Fuck you. Uh, hi, hi, Chink. I, I'm not sure if you remember me. I was on your show a while back, um, and yeah. uh, and you you asked me, uh, demanded that I make you a ham sandwich, and I was just kind of <laughs> wondering if you still wanted that sandwich. I could probably put it in the mail for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Karen. Everybody knows. I said that as a joke. Okay, and you didn't fucking make me have sandwich. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Get the fuck off the phone. Get the fuck off the, the phone. Get off the phone, you anti-woman, poor sandwich-making fuck. Literally, they can't stop swearing like that. They literally can't stop. <laughs> I'm a feminist. I'm the real feminist, bitch. Feminist. <laughs> yeah. Bitch. Okay. Bitch. No. Listen. If you want to have a reasonable discussion. <laughs> Okay, but now they're gonna come on and talk about. I'm gonna show you the Ben sandwich. Shapiro part too. I'm I'm in I'm in deep. I know, pr predictable, right? Let's go to the next call. Hi, this is Ben Shapiro, and I was just wondering. I'm a huge Ben Shapiro fan, so yeah. 
your, your production values are fabulous. And I was wondering where you got your money. Was it, was it from Soros or was it from anti-freedom nations in the Middle East like Qatar? <laughs> right. The first thing is all the time to take these things and make them, oh, and, oh it was true, but now it's not true. So f*** you! F*** you! You can you and pay money! Get the f*** off the phone, you Jewish shekel-collecting f***! Whoa. My money, fuck your money. We'll try to have a discussion. You want to talk about money? All you Republicans, you fucking want to talk about money. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Jake, you're bothered. You're low on energy. Okay, let's get time for a bacon grease. Okay, the bacon grease stuff is so hilarious because Shank, all the time, he actually carries around a jar of bacon grease to drink. And this was, and, and this was part of the joke that Crowder did. This. Break. I don't eat bacon grease. Mm, okay, <laughs> come on, come on, get your bacon grease. No, I don't eat. Okay, maybe a little bacon grease. Get your bacon grease. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Okay, like. Oh my god, there's so much weird shit connected to the Young Turks. Like, I also want to go talk more about. um like, yeah, like there's more stuff. Like, um, like uh, let me see. I'm gonna try to find this one video. Like, um, oh, here this one, where um, where Crowder destroys Chank about um the Second Amendment. So, yeah, this is pretty cool. How does Chank justify his argument? That's the history. It's 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 the history. It's absolutely right. What I say is it's exactly right. Right here. Because oftentimes in the press uh, and certainly online, you only see half the Constitution. Uh, in fact, I've had this tweeted to me several times this week. They say, look, man, Second Amendment is so clear. Yeah, it it is says right clear. there, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That and guess what? You're, go you're talking about a militia. And guess what? We the people are the militia. It's, wow, man. I, I didn't think about that. That is that is really clear. It is clear. Oh, wait a minute. How about the... the other part of the amendment, the, the first half of the amendment. Oh, let's read the whole amendment for a second. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Okay, clearly says we are the militia. The founders even said we are the militia. Straw man alert. Listen, I understand that liberals try and paint conservatives as stupid and conservatives try and paint liberals as stupid. I also understand there are low information voters on both sides. Okay. Yeah. In this situation, Chank is trying to point to the Second Amendment activists as the least educated among the gun control debate. People who wouldn't have ever even picked up a constitution or read the Second Amendment. Um, let me ask you this. Would it stand to reason that in this debate, the people more likely to understand the Second Amendment would be people who've gone through the process of purchasing a firearm, maybe becoming licensed and concealed carry, and are by law required yeah. as they go through this course to understand their Second Amendment rights as it relates to their yep. firearm ownership and their state. Wouldn't it stand to reason, Your Honor, yeah. that they might be more likely or required to have read the Second Amendment as yes. opposed to Chank's audience who has no there's no necessity to read the yeah. constitution at all to simply hold the opinion that we should ban guns. Yeah. The very point soundly makes Chank's strongest argument against him. Yeah, More on that this. later on. They had the first part, the right to uh, to keep and bear arms in the first half of the sentence in the first uh, uh, copy of the of this amendment 
and then yeah. they switched it after debating it. Yeah. So if they just wanted to write the second half of their amendment, the right to keep and bear arms for the people, they could have just written that. It's not like they didn't think about it. They thought about it, they debated it, and they decided, no, 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 it's very important. In order for us to have militias, we need to have arms. Yeah. This is for the point of a militia. See that, that that's a very important. And we are the militia. The qualifier that was the whole point of them and I see this is where Cheng's argument starts to fall apart like he said the founding fathers were incredibly yeah. careful in their wording with the constitution yeah. and they did they chose to leave all of this in so every word the fact that both clauses are in their matters they consciously the founding fathers chose to include yeah. both militia comma the right of the people shall not be infringed see it yes. says militia as Cheng said very careful comma separation yeah. The right of the people, yes, shall not be clearly. Infringed. Why were they so hell bent on not just the militia, not just soldiers with guns, but yes. the people having the right to bear arms? Chank explains this with his very next sentence. Yeah, in the north, they had militias and they were there to protect a community, and sometimes they rose up against the federal government. And George Washington had to go fight those militias on behalf of the United States of America. Aha, okay, so this is very important. If George Washington yeah. had to fight militias, meaning people with guns, not necessarily soldiers with guns, what would have been the easiest way for George Washington to ensure yes. that these battles didn't happen again, maybe elsewhere in the country? It's an easy answer. Ban yeah. guns, confiscate the and And the founders, they wanted people to have guns because they knew tyrannical government would, would come. And like, it's coming right now. And so thank God that they did from the people, but George Washington didn't. Why? For the very same reason that, as Cenk said, they expressly allowed the people to bear arms in the first place. Because the people with weapons became a militia and had just finished fighting off a tyrannical government for yep. two years. The biggest empire the world had ever seen up until that point. Yeah. And to avoid said tyranny in the future, even with Washington knowing full well that he could become a tyrant himself, yep. they put the Second Amendment in for the people as a failsafe. In the South, they were largely slave patrols. They wanted to be have everybody be able to carry arms so that if there was a slave insurrection, uh, they would be armed and be able to shoot the slaves. Look into the history of it. That's exactly right. <laughs> okay, yeah. this is the big difference between someone like Chenk and myself. Uh, yes. I'm an entertainer, a comedian. I don't claim to be a journalist. But when we make facts, I don't consider myself to be an entertainer or a comedian. I'm just, I'm just a guy that likes to do a podcast. That's all I do. Actual statements at Louder with Crowder, like the Bernie video or the Detroit video, each had over. Uh, 30 to 40 sources. Young Turks claims to be a news network, and of course, Cenk's not funny, but they don't provide <laughs> sources. They're not funny How does Cenk justify his argument? That's the history. It's, it's, it's the history. It's absolutely right. What I say is it's exactly right. Look at the history. Well, you're a journalist, Cenk. How about showing us the history? Documents, written accounts, legal precedent. I'm a comedian. I'm an entertainer, and I do it. Why can't you? In order to protect those communities, the militias had to be armed. That's why the sentence is structured very clearly that way. If you're a strict constructionist, you can't ignore an enormously important second, part guys. of the sentence. You're being wildly disingenuous if you do. And the fact that the Supreme Court read the first half of the sentence out of its interpretation is insane. That's just basically saying, I don't really care what the Constitution says. I'm just going to ignore parts of it I don't like.
That's what the right wingers who are the judicial activists Sorry on the about court that. I had to did shut the in door the case of the Second Amendment. Okay, again, no sources, no facts. Cenk just describes motive and uh, lack of intelligence to his opponent here. Now, yeah. considering that gun control is the single biggest losing issue for Democrats, and one and Democrats almost nearly every time they lose the gun control debate which even far left Democrats are willing to give as seen with someone like Bernie Sanders in Vermont. What's more plausible that as Chank argues here, uh, the Supreme Court ruling to which he's referring to will bring up on screen as I know he didn't. We're just stupid right wingers or that they too had access. And like the the District of Columbia versus Heller case, that case is actually what um, gave us the people to to, um, personally carry firearms have personal right to and we do and the ones that voted for it were chief justice roberts antonin scalia um justice kennedy clarence thomas and um justice alito and obviously the ones that voted just to not give people those the rights were justice stevens justice souter justice ginsburg and justice Breyer. as you can clearly tell yeah as to the information I just provided and Chank withheld from you. Again, make your own inference. Okay, looking at the case specifically, something right Chank won't tell you You'll like is that even people like Chank and leftists have to lie to their constituency about gun control. Because legally, we're talking legally now, when it comes down to it, the only leg they have to stand on would be wildly unpopular. Even- the interesting part here is what do they mean by the people? It says the right of the people Which to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, the people could mean two different things. It could mean every person. Now, if it means every person, then you think, okay, good. Yeah, I got the right to bear arms. That's that means me. Everyone, or it could mean US, the people of the United States. The people in the United U.S. citizens are the ones that have the, a right to possess firearms. We do. So, for example, they're referring to the security of a free state, and the state is trying to protect itself against the federal government in the context of the founding fathers, so it could mean the people of that state. Okay, I'll address it, but this last part is erroneous. Let's move on. If the amendment had said in modern times, a strong national military being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear nuclear arms shall not be infringed. I have a very unpopular opinion, and and it's an anarchist view in that I believe you should be able to have whatever weapon you want, whether it's machine guns, um, tanks, jets, planes, helicopters, um, um, missiles, bombs, and guess what? Even nukes. I believe people have a right to have nukes. I truly believe that. And why? Because the founders um, wanted this, the, the people, the citizens, to have the exact same weapon access to weaponry that the military did. Because they knew that the that to defend us ourselves from the, the tyrannical government, we needed the exact same military access to, to the weaponry access that the military does. So I believe we the people should be allowed to own nukes and everything else that the military gets, including ships and bombers and stuff like that. I know it's very unpopular, but I still believe that. No one would interpret that as meaning that every single person gets to have nuclear arms. I disagree with you on that. They would interpret that to mean, well, since we need a strong military and that's essential for a free state, you cannot ban nuclear arms from the people of the United States. Ah, okay. I don't think you should be able to. There it is, nukes, oh no! Here's the thing, it doesn't. 
It doesn't say that. Now, can we address that in a future video? Sure, but this video is getting long. So how about we stick to what actually exists instead of getting into silly hypotheticals that act only as a vehicle for Cenk to do his really bad, stupid, conservative voice? If you think about arms, what does arms mean? Back then it meant muskets. Are there reasonable regulations on what arms means? Of course. Does anybody think we should have nuclear arms? No. Does anybody? I do, though. Do you think we should all have a right to RPGs? Yes, I we hope should. Not. Does anybody look? You know what else is arms? Landmines. You think we all have a right to have yes. landmines? And yes, them? we do. Wait, yes, even we do. in our own yard. No, what if Fluffy, your next door neighbor's dog, comes by? Or Guess what? And my view is like, hey, if someone gets killed with your weaponry, you should get sued or you can go to jail for it. That's how I believe. Yeah. Your next door neighbor's kid comes by as he's walking the street. You don't have the right to. Have landmines? I think okay, Cenk is either lying or a very uninformed person here. Firstly, why would they need to specify that the military had the right to weapons? Has any military not had the right to weapons? Oh my gosh, what all sorts of there with sporks? We need to write into law that they have guns. What are we thinking? We've been doing it wrong since the beginning of ever. We've addressed this argument before in depth. Click this video. Muskets were not the only weapons yeah. around at that time. There there were there were a lot of weapons. There were guns back in those days that had that could fire multiple rounds at one time. There were, and the founders were well aware of that. And they said people were allowed to own them, but the reason not many people did was because they at the, that time they were expensive. Were high capacity rapid fire assault weapons like the Girondoni air rifle, the puckle gun, yeah. the belt and flintlock, the pepper box yes. revolver. And yes, the founding fathers were completely aware of it. They had the chance to ban those or expressly outline an exclusion in the Second Amendment, but they didn't. It's for that same reason that James Madison wrote a letter of mark and reprisal to a private ship asking if they had the right to own cannons to protect themselves yes. from piracy. Again, real factual, observable history here. We'll provide the links because they don't. What was Madison? Because the, um, the military had those weapons and the citizens were allowed to. Yeah. His response, well, let's use the Chang technique in some modern language. It was, dude, yeah, of course you have the right to cannons to protect yourself from pirates. Bitches, that's why I wrote the Second Amendment. So let's follow Chang's logic here. If a million dollars hundreds of years ago adjusted for inflation would, let's say, be over a billion dollars today. I'm not good at math. Freedom of speech is perhaps the most important right we have as Americans, but I can't go into a crowded theater and yell fire. Does that put because that's a call to action. Like, um, I think we've gone through this part enough. Like, I want to get into a few more things about um, the Young Turks. Like, uh, where Steven Crowder passed them and subscribers. I want to get to that part. Give me a second right there. Passes. <laughs> Give me one second. This is going to take a minute. Right here. We're only going to watch part of this video, though. Part of it, though. Else we have to get to it's a long time coming, but uh, this uh, right now, today or tomorrow, we will have officially yeah. surpassed uh, the Young Turks on the YouTube as the number Yay. one independent news channel. Yeah. I couldn't submit it because I was no longer in Lansing, I didn't live in Lansing, which I could what? see it. But and like though that view earlier where it showed both both um sides of where like um like um that guy that's that's punched Crowder and looked like he assault like Crowder assaulted him first. Well, there was another angle that Crowder tried to release, but um, it wouldn't, um, YouTube wouldn't allow that. So he's going to see it right here. Watch. Here you go. See that right there? They're cutting that tent with box cutters. That's what you're seeing. Right there. See that guy stabbing yeah. it with a box cutter. You can find yeah. that footage. Yep.
And the guy who's drunk falls into yeah. me there. As you can clearly see from that angle, Crowder kept his arms up and did not push him. And wangity bangity bangity bang. Clinch. Over under clinch. And then I just turtle because there's 500. Listen yeah. to this. You got a gun. Threatened to kill Crowder. Guy followed me to my car, by the way. I remember that. Oh, yeah. No, no, no police had no interest in the footage. And there's also in the unedited footage, there was prior to that, you could see that union gentleman. He told yeah. everyone it was Betsy DeVos's grandson. <laughs> like, he's what? Betsy DeVos's he grandson. Get him. It's like with my fictional, my fictional grandmother employs yeah. you. Uh-huh. And uh, I remember this was the first time in my life where I really, they had this huge platform right? the Young Turks. And I felt very powerless because like, well, yeah. here, I'm going to yeah. upload the unedited footage. I yeah. couldn't submit it to the cops. YouTube said it's age inappropriate, so no one yeah. could see it. Mm. And uh, the Young Turks just went out and lied about it. And yeah, it was actually, right. you realize it was actually admitted as evidence, just him talking about something. Right, exactly. They didn't actually <laughs> show and this is so this went on for a while and um obviously this is an independent channel and uh the crazy funding for the young turks a lot of people don't know this story mm-hmm. the four million in 2014 i think was from buddy romer uh they got another four point the young turks don't have don't make money on their own like that they're give they're funded by billionaires like two five in 2015 so right now yeah we're at 8.25 million yeah. Another twenty million in twenty seventeen. They received three hundred million in Google funds for training journalists. I don't really know. I don't yeah. really know what this was. So when I was small, right, really small, uh, as a channel, so what the young Turks would do, they would go after me, and then right. they started growing and calling them out. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Hmm. I couldn't get them to show up. Uh, I remember there was like Politicon was a small thing. I said, "Well, I'll do yeah. it if it's Chank." Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Very, for a very long time, all of a sudden, it was like Classic I was a bullying. ghost, yeah. and it existed yeah. under their bed. Um, because you could punch back then. Yes, yeah. when I was develop. small. Yeah. That's the that's the thing is that's why after we do this and we we give them their eulogy that we'll yeah. never ever address the Young Turks again. It's the end of an era. Yeah, it's the uh, end yeah. of a two bit hack era. Um, <laughs> And the Young Turks, speaking of, of social media, you know, people often wonder why I have such an extra with big tech. The Young Turks, they were actually broadcasting it. YouTube created a space, YouTube space, yeah. and the Young oh. Turks had a studio there. Yeah. My brother wow. used to go in there and do freelance work, and he'd see Cenk all the time. And they were just like, oh, poor buddies. guy. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know if they were buddies. <laughs> the guy, that's where the bacon g- grease joke came from, because he would bring his own jar of bacon grease. No. <laughs> Yeah, true story. So this is what happened. I kept wanting a debate with Chank Weger because he had attacked me when I was young, not 20 years old and had no ability to punch back. And then he wouldn't respond. And so then what happened was, and this is something that obviously is pretty shitty on my part, but I don't apologize. (laughs) I started doing sketches as Chank Weger, as you guys well know. This has been going on for a while. But here's something that a lot of people don't know. I did these sketches as Chank Weger. What I did was um, I found out through the grapevine that they really hated it. I was like, well, right, I have to right. do more. Of course. <laughs> so then what I did was I actually did a, a sketch as Chank Weger with all of the big YouTubers at the time. So like Alex Jones, Lauren Southern, yeah, Ben Shapiro, that. Miley. And- uh, one second. Like, uh, <laughs> one second. Uh... Everywhere in the world that it's ever happened you have a dictator and then you have the people who live high in the hog that support the dictator that help the dictator be supported because they're one second guys and the masses of people are in line for bread that's how it works and that's how it's played out here <laughs> yeah that was um, that was the cyrus like uh i was his he, he's live right now so yeah after this video i'm gonna probably go take a look at him
Yannopoulos, yeah, yeah. and I gave them the video. I said, just upload it to your own channel. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. When you search. Oh, yeah. We already saw that part. Like, I want to get to show the, the more parts. Like, Crowder actually, you know, as you saw, they made that parody video of him dressed up as Chank. Well, he actually went to an interview. Well, just watch this right here. <laughs> oh no! Don't sit down. Even Crowder was cringed, cringing at it. He doesn't. He didn't like it. So yeah. Walking past the room of like forty people, and he's uh, just like, okay, so Stephen Crowder, this is what he does, right? Yeah. And then, uh, if the security leaves. They just leave him there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing. I'm not doing any yeah, violent. Yeah, right. yeah. I would never to. I actually don't. Dis I don't personally dislike the guy at this point. Yeah. But I want well, an point. empty chair and I have to sit down. He's just like, don't sit down. That I'm not going anywhere until I was physically <laughs> he's like, he's not break character by security. Awesome. And here's the thing. So that was at South by Southwest. There are two Marriotts. In Austin, there, yes. One is across the bridge. Is it South okay, Lamar? Right, is that right where it is? The Lamar? Lamar? I don't know. Uh, so what Congress, yeah. So Several I was there. Away. Saga, and yeah. it's an right this, this is really, and I know for some people maybe this is inside, but this is just this. This, yeah. this kind of matters to me because it's sad. Also, Anna falsely accused Brett Kavanaugh of gang rape. So yeah, right here. I'm going to show that part. I believe this is it right here. This is uh, me yeah. saying mm. goodbye to something that helped shape who I am. Yeah. <laughs> It was the Christine Blasey Ford saga, and yeah. it's an accomplishment. It's something that I hope is on my headstone that I was called a garbage person. Oh yeah, oh, by right. Anna Kasparian. Uh, um, were they? Uh, he accidentally misspoke. It was actually trash. So lied and took a joke out of context, and immediately lost tens of thousands of subscribers. So he yeah. lie. So he called her a lying whore, and uh, he also accused her of uh, calling someone a rapist with no evidence. Uh, yeah. She did not call anyone a rapist. But nonetheless, yeah, Stephen yeah. Crowder, I mean, this is what you can expect from trash like him. I apologize. I misquoted. Trash. Trash. Yes. Yeah. Trash. Not garbage. <laughs> I don't want this whole video to be fact-checked by YouTube. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't. I have a job. I misquoted an <laughs> insult to myself. So, no, uh, first off, she's wrong about all Christine Blasey Ford did accuse. I mean, yeah. do we yeah. not remember well, that she accused Brett Kavanaugh of rape? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. She gang rapist. Well, that was that was the There's other one. That was Sweatnik. There? Oh, that, that was Sweatnik. Christine Blasey Ford said attempted rape. Okay. Uh, and yeah. to be clear, this is one of the this is a rule that I have for anyone out there who's creating new content. And this is really what this segment, yeah. why this segment matters. People who are planning on creating new content. You know, when I was coming up, it was the era of the Young Turks. And uh, I didn't know if this would exist as you guys watch it now yeah. uh, i'm so grateful because we there, there was no are we there yet because there was yeah. no there yet right exactly. every day is a new there yet uh but if you say anything or if you make a joke or something that you think could be taken out of context just make sure you say it so that yeah. people extend that clip 30 yeah. seconds in either direction they yeah. go oh well now i know what he's saying yeah. yeah that's a rule that i follow and it's one that the young tricks i guess i've never heard of yeah. or, or the media because yeah. this is uh no i didn't just say christine blasey ford's a lying whore this was the joke that was right taken here. out of context watch this let me recap this for you for yeah, accused kavanaugh of attempted rape in a letter to diane feinstein that feinstein didn't mention until after the hearings feinstein said mm -hmm. tuesday she can't vouch for everything whether it's true or not ford doesn't remember exactly when it happened or where it happened yeah. her story contradicts the therapist yeah. the attorney's story contradicts ford's an attorney that originally said ford would testify is now i think saying that she's not going to testify was put in retainer on august yeah. at which point she took a lie detector test for an accusation she claims she was never going to make publicly <laughs> at all should be noted investigators uh, are saying that there is still the noted possibility of ford being a dirty lying whore yeah like falsely accusing someone of rape is extremely bad you have no idea 
like intentionally saying that he did with no evidence too. It's a good joke. That was a funny joke. Yeah, yeah. Possibility <laughs> still open from investigators. Yeah. The way this is something funny about the Young Turks. Like Stephen Crowder put this together. Like this is hilarious. To like you got to watch this right here. They that they treat women without irony. Watch this. Now, uh, <laughs> Steve Crowder is a gross person. We have a camel toe photo for you. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. I mean, that, that's my wow. bias against him. But yeah. And and you have to guess who the owner of that camel toe is. What you don't need fuck? to oh uh, believe me. You can see Look for that yourselves. Nose. That makes me think Demi. Why should anyone believe you? Yeah. More, but she looks young. It's a signal. Pretty creepy. Yeah. To his misogynistic uh, viewers, never respect a woman. Calling, calling people like us, like uh, like calling people like me or like uh, other of Crowder's fans misogynists. Yeah. Right. When you're acting like misogynist right there. I'm going to go Demi Moore. No, her breasts are not large enough. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my you God. Yeah. Or you fuck other women. Jake is like making a porn plot in his mind. Like, how are you doing, Ty? <laughs> if you have a short haircut, they're like, yeah, yeah, lesbian. Put her in the lesbian cell. Always, you know, find a way to put women down one way or another. If, assuming she's a five rather than a three. <laughs> what character? Oh my no God. way I would hook up with her. Later they can say, oh, I'm not a slut. I just drunk. What could I do? Pressed up against the window. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's how you do it. But nonetheless, uh, Steven Crowder, I mean, this is what you can expect from trash like him. I love you're the trash. ultimatum there. Yeah. If you don't respect me, you don't treat me well, I'm going to f*** other women. That's uh, no one respects you, Anna. No one does. That's right. going to happen. No, but that's right. And guess what? That'll work. I would utilize <laughs> bestiality where you are where you are pleasuring the animal. What the fuck? You would legalize bestiality? Like, look how fucking creepy you are, Chank. No wonder no one likes you. Because we are going to denigrate <laughs> what? and try to humiliate uh, every woman. And my audience is going to get off on that, is what he thinks. Because <laughs> Megan Fox has, oh like, larger god. breasts than that. And you can't quite tell. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Wait. Can't tell. Yeah, but she has nice racks, right? <laughs> Go ahead and cry <laughs> all day long. And, and we know exactly what you're about. And at least, thank you for giving us clarity this part. on this how you feel about part. her and women in general. The funniest part. Come on. I mean, what kind of a free country are we if we can't even f*** someone's wife? <laughs> <laughs> Look at their reactions to this. Look at their reactions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't respect that. Like, here's the thing. <laughs> What kind of free country are we? What? What? How can we live in a free country if we can't even fuck someone else's wife? Like, what? Whatever, man. That's not. It's not your wife, but you can have that view. But that shows how stupid you are, man. You're incredibly stupid. <laughs> All right. I, I want to talk to the main event part right here. We're like, um. About their twenty, about the reaction to the twenty sixteen election. Now, I, I was. This is going to be the final thing I'm going to show you. Like, I was thinking about showing the Joe Rogan stuff again, but um, we already showed that, and it's getting a little late here. I don't think it's worth showing right now. So, like, yeah, like uh, we're gonna go right into this because, like, well, because I showed the Joe Rogan stuff like um a couple days ago when I had Carlos and, and Osiris on. It doesn't make sense to show it again, but. You know how stupid the Young Turks are, so we'll get past that. But right here, we're going to show this part. 
Yeah, we're not. We're gonna skip through parts of it and show all. Of, not show all of it. So you'll see. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's getting a little late here. So yeah. All right, Ben Magwitz, Jay Guger, John Irola, Anna Kasparian. I will be yelling throughout the day. Because <laughs> the Young Turks were so convinced Trump was going to lose and that Hillary would win. And this is how they reacted the entire night. I was eating breakfast with my kids this morning before I went to go vote. And they're both so excited at the idea that a girl could be president. The idea. Why? Shouldn't be the best candidate? Yeah. You have Donald Trump beating the person who is could be the first female president. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it doesn't get any worse than that's that. Right, that's right. And as I was waiting in line, and the, there were... This is the best. This is hilarious right here. Two older <laughs> white guys. They're, they're behind me, and in the span of five minutes, they badmouth Latinos <laughs> loudly and very transparently. Badmouth Latinos... Muslims and black people, okay? And I just couldn't take it anymore. And I just turned around and I told them to shut the F up. In LA, you actually think that's real? That is a fake bullshit story, especially in LA. LA, probably the most, probably one of, if not the most blue areas in the country. And you're saying a bunch of, a bunch of like people like that actually said that in line. I don't buy that. Yeah. We would don't know if it, if it, it might just be me, but I highly doubt it. I've experienced that before, like that kind of open That's right. hatred where you feel emboldened enough to talk like that about three groups of people in the country yeah. that are different from you. And, and it just it scares me. I don't want to live in a country like that. Yeah. There was only two guys we'd ever banned in TYT history. And one of them was Donald Trump way before yeah. he ran this time around. Yeah. And he broke us. I don't think Trump even wants to be on your show. So, yeah. To be fair, look, this election is over, okay? (laughs) Trump cannot win. Yeah. He cannot win for a number of reasons. I mean, putting aside his uh, xenophobia, racism, sexism, and all that. that... Every is and ism, everyone they disagree with, they say is an is and ism. So, yeah, whatever. You know, gets uh, Latinos and other groups to vote in large numbers. He's incompetent. I mean, in terms of the... Uh, the he policy, says some stupid stuff, but his policies are actually good. After vote would be always, always going to be kind of close, but the electoral vote won't be close at all. I think he's going to win by... Well, I think Hillary will have 320 electoral <laughs> votes when it's all said and done, plus or minus five. Um, so I never bought into your fear mind. <laughs> Ida Rodriguez joins us! Yes! <laughs> You got a Latina. You yeah. have to today. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out uh, you guys uh, might make all the difference. <laughs> I'm an anchor baby. I want you to tell me specifically why you don't like Hillary. And the reality of it is, is that you don't like her because she has a vagina. Because she's a bitch and a crook. That's why we don't like her. Okay, now I'm going to keep it super real. She she chose to... We're going to watch this part where it begins. The election begins. And I was testing a bowling ball, uh, and as I... In the face. Uh, wow. So... Right here. We're going to start right we here. We actually have some actual election results. Yeah, from Indiana? From three states. Indiana, New Let's Hampshire, see. and Kentucky. All with uh, less than 1% of precincts reporting. So they're okay. a little meaningless. Here comes but, uh, burning. But um, uh, they're all bad news. <laughs> um. Let's start with Kentucky, because we don't care. Oh, 73-25 Trump. Okay, have Kentucky. Who cares? <sighs> Yeah, that's the attitude and like um 
the mood, like, yeah, just by doing that, like, you set the wrong tone, the wrong tone. Like, yeah, just by thinking that, going off right off the bat, that shows how incompetent you are. And you just jinx yourself with by doing that, Jank. Yeah. Second, okay. we don't no, care we about Indiana. Don't care. 69-28. Uh, New Hampshire. Whatever. Uh, this is important. This is an important <laughs> one. Less than 1%. I'm sorry. That one actually not less than 1%. That 1%. 1% okay. of precinct soon. 53-41. Disaster. Immediately changed. Yeah. <laughs> and in fact, Trump is now taking the lead. What? Uh-huh. In, wait, where? In Florida. Okay. And so, come on. Stop doing <laughs> yeah, I agree. Ourselves. Uh, Virginia, uh, 10% uh, reporting. Yeah. Uh-oh. Okay, hold on. Buckle up. Uh, 54, uh, 40. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. 161,123. Yeah. <laughs> no. This is their denial part right here. They just can't accept it. Like, they didn't want to believe it. So, yeah. Just going in with this attitude, like... Yeah. Oh, it got quiet in here the minute we started reporting these real results. <laughs> yep. And uh, and if that continues, there is going to be a pause. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't even want. I mean, I yeah, don't, it's actually I pretty cool. Cool, 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 hilarious. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. I can't bear it yeah. anymore. Uh, <laughs> up and down the middle. Of- like as you can clearly see, all the way down here, Trump won. Trump won all the all this. And all they all Hillary had was was just this part down here. The country all red. Uh, have we called all those out yet? Oh my no, God, we he haven't. built a wall. Okay, so, let me, uh, he built a wall. North Dakota gone. South Dakota gone. Nebraska gone. Kansas gone. All called uh, for Donald Trump. Hold on, yes, this is sir. serious. So the calculation that the New York Times has had is a running prediction oh, of winning sorry. the presidency. Last time I glanced Oops, at sorry. it, I don't know if you've been looking at that win presidency meter mm-hmm. below the states. No, below no. the map well it was oh, at eight, yes. it was at 80 percent an hour ago for clinton yeah 68 <laughs> okay, i'm nervous yeah okay, you should be nervous He's nervous around anymore yeah. i'm not kidding okay Here, so oh and oh, oh, oh hold hold ohio gone okay virginia god damn it it's 77 <laughs> virginia like yeah virginia is a purple state now i mean we used to think it was blue until yunkin won but you see right here? <laughs> Senate reporting, still a five-point lead for Trump. Um, Florida, 76-plus early voting, reporting 49-48, holding steady for Trump. The lead uh, in, uh, in North Carolina has essentially completely evaporated. It's gone. It's tied. Ohio, gone. 49-47, Trump now leading. He's got a two-point lead with 30% reporting. Um, so, uh, you know what? Texas. And, and so that Texas is, is gone. gone. <laughs> Texas is gone, gone. Okay. So any talk of like, hey, attorney verbal, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Bullshit, Texas will gone. never turn Sometimes blue. I can barely hear you guys because in my head it's like, mm, <laughs> she's losing, losing Virginia, Virginia Florida. Right? And um, God damn it, if we need Florida, are yeah. you shitting me? Because she's a More terrible candidate. Um, Ohio. Now he has built a six-point lead. 37% reporting, 51-45. Uh, North Carolina, he's now taking a 1% lead. Uh, yeah. 36% plus early voting in. Wow. Uh, New Hampshire, 16% reporting, and the lead is down for Hillary Clinton down to three points. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, I don't see a fucking landslide here. I don't see it at all. <laughs> New Hampshire has been uh, totally uh, oh. tied up. 100% Jesus Christ. It is fucking panic time. New Hampshire is <laughs> panic spread. time. He's now leading 48-47. Uh, so he's leading in Florida, Virginia, New Hampshire, North Carolina. And Ohio yeah. is now an eight-point lead for Trump with, with 42% reporting. So Ohio is gone and soon to be gone, gone. Tick 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 tick. You're running out. Sorry of guys, my pants are getting are in bad shape right now. My nuts. Now the favorite yeah. to win the presidency. Oh. Yeah, my nuts are uncomfortable uh, right now. Jesus. So yeah, this is the most haunting thing I have ever had. Uh, we've ever had on the air. Fourteen years we uh, we've been on the air, and we saw we thought John Kerry was going to win in 2004. <laughs> uh, this is this is. Trump, we are fucking talking about a madman, incompetent buffoon. A buffoon like Trump, but when you have a bitch like Hillary, you're fine with that. So, yeah. Being the most powerful man on earth, he now has a better than 50% chance. I can't even believe how this is going so far. And this is why I don't obsess about the polls. Yes, they're relevant. Yes, they're yeah. interesting to you. Feminists don't like numbers, and they sure as hell don't. You guys, um, but I never look at the polls and think, oh, you know what? I'm Hillary has a comfortable lead according to, an, you know, all of these polls put together and analyzed together. It doesn't mean anything, okay? It's it means something. It means something. <laughs> By the way, no, it don't. As we were not talking, really. Fifty-four percent chance that Donald Trump wins. They moved while we were talking. Yeah. Just moved again. Fifty-five percent chance Donald Trump is going to win right now. Stop saying the number. Sixty-one percent chance. Yeah. Insane. This is okay. insane. So, um, uh, I've got a lot more ramifications. Oh, wow. For the Trump presidency. Uh, brace for impact. New York Times now saying the yeah. chance of a Trump presidency is 92%. Yeah. Brace for impact. Yep. Okay. Uh, Huffington Post, what happened to your fucking 98.4%? <laughs> what happened to your... They said there was a 98.4%. And I keep yeah. picking on them. Well, that they were not alone. Chance. They were not alone. All the fucking idiots in Washington and New York. Oh, <laughs> you're worried about nothing. You're worried about nothing. Yeah. And now uh, this will be true rebel headquarters as Trump and his cronies begin their march against our freedoms. Look, we might. When the Democrats right now are beginning, are having, are their march against our freedoms have already begun. I literally be targeted. So. Remember uh, Alex Jones and Roger Stone bust onto our set? Oh, we got past uh, this part right Trump, here. Uh, and Wisconsin and Michigan still leaning red. Yeah. Brought to you by the fucking morons at the Democratic Party. And you are fucking morons, Chank. I don't know what CNN is doing, but I bet if you turn into their live coverage now, they're all very hushed tones. Right? <laughs> okay, now reporting for Wisconsin still uh, going to Donald Trump. Nobody's saying, hey, we're going to war. Nobody's saying... Hey, oh my God, this was a monumental, grotesque failure of the Democratic Party that every single person at the DNC should be fired because mm -hmm. they're not that animated. They don't care. Not that animated. What does it say in the prompter? Let me read the goddamn prompter. I'm, I get paid for this. Yeah. Am I still getting $10 million a year? Great. Let me read the goddamn prompter. So TikTok, 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 okay? So, okay, hang on to your 68-year-old audience, okay? But the younger people have no interest in Wolf Blitz. And you guys have barely any viewers left any now. So you're not much better. You're reading anything for them. No interest at all. So keep on reading your stupid ass script. We're gonna murder you. 
Okay, we're gonna end you. We're gonna finish you. She can still win. Yes, it's only yeah. a five percent chance now. <laughs> but she can still win. But yeah. in order to do so, she has to win Wisconsin and Michigan, which we previously thought was not an issue, but it most certainly yeah, is an issue. Yeah, it is an now. issue, buddy. Um, the big winner tonight seems to be marijuana, though. And that's a good thing because we need something need to need use it. the play. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what I'm going to do as soon as I get home tonight. Look, you know what's still possible? Yeah. My exact prediction. She wins Virginia, oh, Pennsylvania, shit. Colorado, and she pulls out New Hampshire uh, and, and, and gets yeah. Wisconsin and Michigan, in which case that would be <laughs> exact 272 um, that I predicted ahead of time. Fox yeah. is called Wisconsin. Wow. For Trump. Really? Well, yeah. that's that. If, if Fox is right, Shore. first of all, this I'm not going for, okay? Yeah. We, we're going to rebuild the Democratic Party to a point yeah. where they're going to be afraid of us. But there's and look still where you are tens right. of oh, millions of Americans hilarious. who wanted nothing more than a guy who wasn't just endorsed by the KKK, but fucking earned that endorsement. He okay. What proof do you have that he earned that endorsement? For real. First of all, the KKK is like a, a bunch of just old, fucked up dudes now. No one gives a shit about them. Like, they're basically basically non-existent now. Practically, that's what they are. And plus, not, let's not forget, the KKK was founded by Democrats. So, yeah. Worked for that endorsement. And the sexism is so deep. The sexism is sexism, worse than racism. Because sexism and black racism. Men being exterminated on the streets and you still No, they're not. No, they're not. Black man in the White House. A lot of people are going to get their asses whooped behind this. They think that they think You guys should get your asses whooped then. So yeah. These are the people of color from the 50s. You can't roll up on us like you used to roll up on us before. So the one thing I think Hillary Clinton had right in this election was her comment about the basket of deplorables. Of course, the one thing the press uh, he also a criticism on, like how dare she? College uh, white men. Oh yeah. Uh, so even college white men. This, yeah. To me, these are the guys who should be particularly ashamed. Fifty-four <laughs> and thirty-nine. Yeah. For mm -hmm. Trump. College-educated white men. Uh, yeah. The only thing Clinton wins is college white women. Fifty-one, forty-five. But even that. Wow. So what's staggering is non-college white women. Women. Non-college-educated. Non-college white women. 62, 34, <laughs> 28 oh, yeah. points for also, We're socialized to hate each other. Like, if you pay attention. Hate each other? Yeah. You're got, the left is the in the media are the ones forcing people to hate each other. To the, the women, we are, what, the majority. We have the power. But the kind of hate that this woman has gotten just because she's a woman, and I'm not, ex I'm not trying to create excuses for her actions that have been questionable, I'm just saying simply on the fact that she is a woman, she is losing, and it's because she's a woman. No, uh, it's not, because uh, she's a Clinton terrible underperformed, candidate. Uh, underperformed Obama with blacks, that was expected, and Hispanics. <laughs> uh, oh, my God, really? Clinton only won 88% of the black vote. Exit polls in 2012 had Obama at 93. She's at 65% among Latinos, and uh, Obama mm -hmm. won 71%. Of um, only 65%. Only 65%. Because the vast majority, because a lot of Hispanics, like down south in like Texas and Florida, they are very religious and conservative. So you see, that is why. Look, everybody let down everybody today. Okay, let's just keep it real on that. But at the same time, Latinos, what have you done? It that needed to be ninety-five percent 
So for the Latinos who voted for Trump, well, when if he kicks out any of your family members, he he didn't go after anyone's family members. He just went after illegals. That's all he did. Is this this is Clinton headquarters? <laughs> look at yeah. look at all their all the people at Clinton's headquarters. They're all sad. And they can't believe it. Like this is like look at this Karen right here. This is hilarious. Look at her face. <laughs> or this one, like can't believe it. Is shocked. Like yeah. This one's pissed and this one's shocked. Like, <laughs> I can't wait for this fucking speech. Yeah, sorry I wait, let you I, down. Can I jump in for a second on that? So I, I went outside to take a breather, have a beer, and now I'm to, back. And yeah, to cry. You did that. Not to just have a beer, but you went out there to cry. I'm fired up, okay? Yes, we have the internet, but it takes a significant time uh, or a significant amount of time and resources to sit there and research all the issues on your own. Um, I have no respect for women who voted for Trump. Okay? <laughs> I think so poorly of them. And the reason why is because, look, I don't think that you're a single issue voter. I just think you're dumb. Okay. I think you're You're dumb if you vote for Hillary. Then if you want to play that game, if you vote for Hillary, you're dumb. You're dumb. Fucking dumb. I just, I'm losing my mind tonight because of how stupid the majority of the country is. As a Latina woman, I tell you, I've heard it over and over again in my family. There's no way a woman can run the country. Really? We run a household. We, we are raising okay. a large percentage of the country as single mothers. <laughs> we have to uh, budget money that we don't have. We <laughs> raise people that go get post-secondary educations. How is it that we cannot run a country? I don't respect women specifically who voted for a man who is going to be on trial for sexually assaulting a child. What? A pedophile. No, he was not. Like, no, he's not. talk about grown-ass women who, because what did Dave Chappelle say? Well, I think that charge just got dropped. I mean, I think she's not going to pursue it. Oh, I'm sure she's not. Oh, but what no, I'm he's saying. He's not going on trial for that. Not yeah. now. <sighs> yeah. Another thing we're done with today is the era of politeness. Absolutely. Oh, so, absolutely. So progressives don't listen to the Democratic Party yeah. and tell you to move yourself and be fucking polite, okay? No, no. It, it progressives are we're not going to be polite anymore. You know what we're going to do? Something that the DNC has cock-blocked this entire fucking time? Yeah. We're going to fight back. Yeah. The hero of politeness for the progressives is over. comes <laughs> poor white people. I've got my friend Matt Kazam and say, look, I got my own problem. Yeah. You know, I can't be. I mean, this is they're, they're the group. Can you that, think about me for one minute? No, you're on your own. They um, okay. They are the people who I've said continuously they get what they deserve. Hey, look, man. You get what you, you deserve. This power, man. Because without money, we don't have power. Let's just keep it real. So if you well, you get funded by billionaires. Let's go on a barn burner tour through, through red states, man. Let's go talk to them. Let's wake them up. Hey, hey, uh, and. In whatever language they uh, understand, and you want to, you want to get in the beginning. Want to be a, be a little rough uh, verbally, right? And and get them a little angry. They'll they'll show up to a rally. They'll show up, right? And the brakes are off now. Okay, so like, hey, you know, I, before I'm worried about asking you guys for to become members and get independent media. I'm not worried about it at all anymore. You got to join. If you don't join, how can we fight back? back. Founders were slave owners who died when they were forty. Like they they weren't so they weren't such. The founders weren't racist. They had slaves, but the reason they had slaves was because they inherited them. And they didn't believe in slavery, 
but they couldn't free them because in the states they lived in, they weren't legally allowed to free them. That's why. And in four years, when we uh, uh, hopefully beat her with beat him with I don't know who. Watch this. There's love to talk about. Take personal responsibility. No, here's the thing. Um, affirmative action is not the reason why you failed in life. Uh, uh, the reason why you failed in life is because you fucking suck. Okay? You fucking suck, Anna. Because you're a loser. White you're a loser. Say, oh my god! If it just get any and whenever I say white folks, where's say the right fit part? You know I mean right with this, right? One corner of this paper is uh, Dakota Pipeline. The other one is Keystone. This one is T. And guess what? We our oil prices and gas prices went down after those were put into play by Trump. But now since um. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon now, or Biden, whatever you want to call him. Um, shut um the um the Keystone Pipeline down. Gas prices went up dramatically. And this one is your corporate tax cuts. And yes, corporate tax cuts. What happened? The economy boosted, and revenue went up for everyone. Okay. So yeah, good luck with that shit. Okay, uh, we're not doing that. Okay. Here's the list of corporate donors. Okay. This is what the Democratic Party do is going to do with corporate yeah. donors from now. Now she's losing Pennsylvania. And it's 98% reporting. Yeah. He's got a 0.8% lead. <laughs> so, John, uh, watch this ahead. part. Is, uh, oh, watch this. Yeah. Uh, Pennsylvania was called for Donald Trump. <laughs> okay. Watch this. Uh, so, this is too funny. Uh, you go. Donald Trump. Oh my God. <laughs> She's up in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Oh yeah. <laughs> have they called? Have the national organizations called yeah. the election? I haven't seen it. I mean, he Not won yet. Pennsylvania. Yeah. What the fuck are you guys waiting for? It's over. It's uh, Alaska could swing. Oh yeah, Alaska <laughs> swinging. <It's> over. <laughs> okay. Um, so. Uh, Trump's empty podium is back. Well, now well-deserved. That's the empty podium of the president-elect. Watch this. This part's going to be hilarious. <laughs> this is the country we live in. Because oh! <laughs> the thing is, Anna, she she actually had a nose job done. That's what this is supposed to represent. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I think. And then after this, as Trump was coming out to do his speech, they actually criticized his dead, made fun of his dead brother and stuff like that. So they were just lashing out. They were angry. So like they sh shouldn't really care because they were they just didn't. They were angry. So they were lashing out. So who cares? They should. No one should care about that. So, yeah, uh, we're going to wrap this video up right now because um, we, we've been talking about the Young Turks for a while. So, yeah. We're going to wrap this episode up now, guys. Okay. Because a lot of this has been pretty funny. Making fun of the Young Turks. Looking how stupid they are. And, like, a lot of stuff. Like, they're behind the times. And guess what? They're, they're, they should – if it wasn't for Tim Pool, they would be gone now. Yeah. Like, when even – like, um Stephen Crowder – like, also, Stephen Crowder, when he passed them, he stopped talking about them. And no one um, – almost no one started um, referring to them. That when the young Turks respond, um, call out Tim Pool. Tim Pool responds to him. Yeah, I wish he would just not do that because, like, um, if he didn't do that, they would just disappear. No one would care about him. And like Stephen Crowder, he, like he passed him subscribers. Like, um, I think like Alex Jones started the fight and Stephen Crowder finished the fight. 
because if Alex Jones hadn't been banned, I think he would have passed um, um, them subscribers. Subscribers, but since he got banned, Steven Crowder took the torch and just took did it for them for him. So yeah. All right, we're gonna wrap this episode up now, guys. I'm getting tired right here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get ready to go to sleep in about a, a, a little bit. Also, um, like this video, subscribe to this channel, and share the video, and turn on notifications so we can beat the YouTube algorithm algorithm so that this brand can spread and get and grow bigger. <clears throat> also, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Facebook, follow me on on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. RSS Podcast, Cloud Hub, Gab, and Minds. Yeah, follow me on all those places, all right? I'm Ray, the host of the Ray Infinity Show podcast. This has been episode number 32. Catch you guys later. Peace! Mm-hmm.